You didn't mention your fucking wedding was in a big castle looking like Harry Potter and shit. You can mention that now, man, if you wanted the outtakes. Well, I just but... did, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was some Game of Thrones, bro. Some red weddings and white wedding, bro. It's fucking gay dragons and shit. True. Khaleesi was coming down from the from the fucking sky, bro. Man's looking like a fucking Lannister room, boy. <laughs> What's going on though, bruv, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Flipping episode 14. Yeah, we in the house. We in the house. Episode 14. Beer, rap and banter. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. Yep, yep, yep. Big up the crew. Big up the subscribers. Mm. Um, Make sure you check us out on Beer, Rap, Bants. Do that. Um, It's been a while. It's It's been a hot minute, bruv. What have you been up to, man? Well, I got married. Hey, congratulations, bruv. Spot me. Congratulations, celebration. What's the uh, Post Malone? Now I work hard, forgot to have vacation. I don't listen to Post Malone. You like Post Malone? Keep spotting me. (laughs) (laughs) And ain't he that the um, the grubby looking white dude? Yeah, that's why I like him. (laughs) He did that White Iverson record, but yeah. Congratulations. He's dope though. I was I was watching videos with um Yeah, he's sick yeah. man. But yeah, I got married and then I went to uh just come back from my honeymoon in the south of France. Okay. It was very, very hot. Okay. And well, it was hot weather, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't too hot like steaming like that, because Andrea she got a cold, didn't it? So she got ill. Oh, man. 29, 30 degrees and she got a cold. Oh, it's horrible. But we got to see how the other half live in Monaco. Well, that's one of those locations, man. Like huh? a plush, exquisite location. We in went Europe. there for the we went there for the uh, for South the evening. France. We went there for the evening, and we just saw the yachts and the and the cars, and it's just mm. like. And then we went to Cannes, and that was all like just amazing. So yeah, South of France, we got the life. French, and it's real, real mix. You know, like a lot of North Africans, West Africans, mm. um, just real mix of everyone, man. And where we were staying was like near the station and near the beach, so we were walking up up the road and we were like in the hood and then we were walking down the road and we was with all the tourists so it was real nice you know a nice mix for what us what was the hood like was it like uh, no, it wasn't hood hood it was just was it like that movie La Haine they <laughs> <laughs> goons hanging out yeah, the window mad no, it wasn't it weren't greasy like that but obviously there are greasy parts in like south of France yeah. um, but no it was just mixed man it was like just the locals doing their thing innit like it weren't mad dodgy nothing it was blessed man it was super blessed uh just, yeah, I see people just blazing. Like, you can smell like the hash and. Chiba, chiba, chiba. Yeah, by the sea. I don't know if you like the sea. Yeah, man, the sea's dope. Seaside's always dope. Now you're swimming more. Would you like, would you venture out in the I sea? I was talking to one chick about that the other day, yeah. And no. Like, she only swims in the sea. She, she's like, I can't do swimming pools. I got to swim in the sea. That's I'm, fair. I'm not doing that shit. What would you choose, swimming pool or sea? Definitely swimming pool because I'm I, I'm not that confident yet. Like where I, yeah I can get in the sea. Like if something goes you're wrong, you're not Michael like, Phelps yet. You're not gonna dive you know in like mean? Baywatch. Hey, Cal's Ka- <laughs> gonna be in the new Baywatch movie. Like, I'll be there. With slow mo, just running with the <laughs> I'm with coming the, with the belly just wobbling. <laughs> <laughs> with a little orange, uh, the little orange thing that you used to carry, and you're gonna jump over the wave, and it's like yo, spare time on your back, just splashes. <laughs> Belly just flop. Belly flop. And just on your back and just pulling the woman like, don't worry, I'll look out, I'll save you. <laughs> and then and you're like, yeah, man, that's deep. See, me, I jump into waves. Mm. Like, not just like partying, obviously, man. 
like on the wave. Jump on the wave. Jump on the wave. I'm gonna jump in the sea like mm. I'm like a kid. I'll run into the sea, jump into the wave, jump in, and I'll swim out where my feet are just dangling in the sea. Well, middle of nowhere. Um, that's the way I like that, it. That's, that sounds a bit awkward, man. What? Why? Just you know what I mean? Because you're in the middle of nowhere. Like, what happens if you get tired? How the fuck are you gonna get back? Man, don't get tired. That, that's what time it is, yeah. You just yeah. got just got them energy reserves there. Yeah, man don't get tired. Like, man's not hot. You get me? Like, man's not hot. Yeah. Got a big up man like uh, Michael, how do you say it? Michael Michael Depar. Depar. Yeah, man's repping with the man's not hot and the uh, road man Shaq or whatever his name is. This man's killing it. Man like Shaq. Yeah, he's definitely with getting With a I can't even say it, but this guy is absolutely killing he's it. He's gone seen, viral, bro. He's gone viral, and I more more life, more power to him. He's smashing it. Mm. I'm seeing it played. I'm hearing it played and seeing it played in Selfridges. Um, it's everywhere. Charlie Soft was talking about they're gonna try and release it. I see it shut down a rave. Yeah, so uh, he was on um, <laughs> Fire in the Booth with Charlie Sloth. He's a comedian. Uh, Michael Dapper. He's got loads of characters that he's the, the supply and teacher. The Roadman Shack one is the yeah. one that went in to spray some. But actually, a, he came in twice with a couple of different characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Roadman Shack one is the one yeah. that's Man's been viral and taken off. Yeah, the Roadman, innit? We all know we all know a Roadman or two, or used to know a Roadman yeah. or two. He used to wear like the deepest puffer jacket or or leather jacket. The Stone Island jacket. <laughs> when it's super hot. Hey, ah. Who was it? Mandem will know, innit? A couple of mile will know at Carnival back in the day. And there was someone who used to wear the leather jacket and it was at Carnival and they'd be sweating. Trust me. And they'd never take it off. I don't know what it is. It's just, a, road, it's just a roadman thing. Or what is it with the... That's two... a running joke, isn't it? Like, even in summer, roadman's still wearing the fucking puffer jacket Ro- and Road the Road kit. <laughs> <laughs> the Stone Island hat with the goggles. <laughs> hey, bro, did you see that video? It could video? be 28 degrees. Did, What's did, it with did the you two see tra- that video at the, at, at the pool, yeah, where someone pushed the roadman into the pool and then he jumps out the pool and starts letting yeah, off yeah, shots? Blah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blah, like, rah. like, listen, roadman wearing uh, tracksuits underneath the jeans. Hey. Two, three pairs of tracksuits. That's what I said. I think it's about hiding your stuff. That's why you got all the puffers and all of that. You know. What okay. I mean? So, so okay. if you got some stuff on you, then you know what I mean. It's a bit Bare layers. Yeah. That man definitely. I got to be hot, bro. Hey, listen. If they're the girlfriends of the road, man, it's got to be some sweaty business. Listen, that's mad. Oh man, that is mad. But yeah, big up everyone going mad with a and the thing go pop. I can't even say it, but <laughs> that is mad. That is mad, man. That's funny. Uh, talking about funny, did you see that video with the Irish dude where he had a bat stuck in his kitchen? Yeah, you showed me that earlier. That's ridiculous. Oh, man. That was flipping funny, man. I've never had a bat in my kitchen. Everyone's had a fly or an insect or a spider in their, in, in their kitchen that they've tried to you know, catch. You know what that reminded me of as well? It reminded me of um, Father Ted and Dougal. <laughs> with the accents, like, get him, Dougal. Get him. Get the bat, He's quick. Oh, he's like McGregor. He's failing. <laughs> He's, he's running out of steam. He's running out of You're steam. You've got to tire him out, Dougal. Catch him. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Catch him, he was chasing the bat. Catch him now, quick. And he... And his wife and his wife hiding. His wife's hiding in the doorway and he's like... <laughs> like get out of the door. What are you doing? Jesus Christ, Mary, get out the door. What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus, we gone, Joseph. <laughs> like Jesus, McGregor. Mary and George. <laughs> like, like, really like McGregor. Catch him. Didn't have the wings. Oh. You're doing great. You're that reminds me of another story to do with a house, man. Um, I don't know if you heard or not, listeners, with the Tinder date that went wrong. Um, oh. We got everyone on Tinder, but this girl said uh, she went on Tinder recently 
uh, with a date with one guy and she went for a shit in his house. Worst date ever. Like, how can you take a shit in someone's house on a date? Would you... That's a violation. That is a violation. That's a date violation. Like, like if you're coming to my base, if I'm at you on Tinder, and there's bare girls just but listening. At... Bare girls sitting forward taking notes because I'm met on Tinder, isn't it? Like, if I'm at you on Tinder, you come to my place and you take a shit. That's, it's a wrap <laughs> for you. Like, it's a wrap. That's it. No, We're but done. what happens like... if the girl knocks at your door like... And she's like, peng, she's 10 out of 10. And you're thinking, right, you're buff. She's like, oh, you right, Cal? Um, oh, you right? Uh, can I just go to your toilet quickly? Can I just run upstairs? You're like, yeah, babe. Like, you obviously, you, you want to try to finesse it. She's like, yeah, babe, yeah. run upstairs. She runs upstairs and she just, just destroys the toilet. <laughs> oh, there's skid marks on the ball. Oh, <laughs> just bare, like, oh, just destroys it. Has to burn a candle, open the window. Oh, I'd like some incense real quick, man. Get rid of that. Bring a tear to your eye. Would you still beat, though? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, she's a 10, isn't it? So, Grease! You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You got, you got to take advantage of them opportunities. Why did she fight it during I sex? I ain't like you. Like, ain't a married man like you got pussy on tap. You know what I mean? You got that pom pom there whenever you want it. You know what I mean? Listen, hey, man, until, until she starts looking it up. Never. Hey, got never. Be got to be careful, Never. Bruv. Why if a girl She fight? owns you now, bro. She don't own shit, bro, man. It's 50-50. <laughs> Half! But why if a girl fighted while you was, like, beating or fighted while you was going down? Like, pussy there? fought. Yeah. No, like a like a a batty fart. Well, from the bum in it, farted, uh, flatulent. That's long. What if you was beating uh, it from the back? If you was beating before. it from the back and she farted on oh, you, oh, <laughs> that's another violation. Oh, uh, <laughs> you was eating that. it. You was eating it, and then and then she just uh, eating it from the back, and then she just let. Oh, like, oh Griezmann. That is a fool. She really doesn't care about your life. Hey, I've, she does I've, that. God, I've I've farted, yeah. Not through sex, yeah, but I've farted twice, yeah. Yeah, I farted during sex. No, I farted while getting neck in it, while getting head twice, yeah, yeah. But from different girls, obviously, like once, a long time ago, obviously, like mum was just there, like on the back, on my back, just mm. like there, and she was Griezmann, and then man just went, man just went, oh. <laughs> and then she, oh, that was, and the second time I was getting the super, super brains, yeah. and then just so relaxed, and I just let her. She, uh, she jumped across the bed. Just playing the butt trumpet real quick. <laughs> Couple notes. I felt embarrassed. Did it stink though? No, it wasn't. It was. No, it didn't. That I think that if it stank, mm. it would have killed the whole. It did kill the mid for like a second, and then man just got back on it and greased it off. But obviously, grease, grease, man. Antoine, that's what I'm saying. As long as you represent with the Antoine game, then it's all good. That's it. Gotta man, grease it off, man. That is. The, you have to be strong in positions like that. You have to be mentally and physically strong. That's what it's about. And man. they have to be strong troopers as well. So all the women, I salute you. All the men, them, fart, I salute no you. No doubt. But we didn't finish the story. Hold on, talking about that, about the girl that shitted yeah. and the Tinder date and then she chuck it out the window. Yeah. And then she climbed out the window and then she got stuck. So, um... <laughs> Just a, it's just a write-off from there, isn't it? It's horrible, man. She got man. stuck. Like, the fire brigade had to come fucking remove the window. They were taking pictures and shit. That she thought she was like a gymnast or something. She tried to be slick climbing to the fucking window. You're a dickhead. All the shit was just climbing, sliding down. And she tried to oh, grab it. Oh, someone shit in the it. bag. A little sh- you jumped into a window to get a shit. I don't even know how the shit ended up in the window. Like, yeah. they dug it out of the toilet, tried to throw it out of the window. And then it got stuck between the two. She should have like flushed whole, it or she should have dealt with it, man. But yeah, mad. she's definitely, definitely, uh, definitely on the next thing. Oh, um, that's crazy. Man. Yeah, moving on, man. Moving on. We're touching on 
Obviously, people that have to be mentally strong, physically mm. strong. Just recently... Um, oh, I, I did a tune like that, you know? What? Um, physically fit, lyrically fit, physically, lyrically, physically fit. That wasn't you, was it? No, the hook was like, some are mentally strong, some are physically strong. Don't throw your shit out your window. Don't throw the shit out the window. Trust me. Did, was that it? No. Was that the second bar? No, no it wasn't. Don't, don't link on the Tinder and then drop a shit. There's no, mate. Rhymes it, with it, Tinder. It was, what rhymes with the Tinder? The song was called... Uh, deadly combination and it was about having that <laughs> that perfect combination of mental and physical strength what which, of deadly which co- takes us nicely into this uh, this little article uh, from Forbes magazine here um, about the 10 things that mentally strong people won't do look at the strength look at the strength <laughs> yeah so if you're mentally strong I'd like to think I'm quite mentally strong and you as well bro yeah, I'm, I, I am mentally strong. I believe in positive mental attitude mm. and I know our listeners are, but these are some of the things that people who are mentally strong will not do. Number one, they won't dwell on mistakes. That's a big one. So if you make a mistake, you just keep it moving. Keep it moving. You miss, a, you miss an opportunity in football, you just keep it moving. Keep it moving. You try to get, get a girl to dance with you or get a number. Keep Don't, it moving. Carnival. Carnival was here. You know, I didn't go. I was away. I didn't go either. No, no, no. I was away on a honeymoon, obviously. Shout out to everyone out there shaking a the leg. That's it. But you don't get the dance. Keep it moving. Keep it don't dwell moving. on it. Number two, they don't hang around negative people. If you are, like we said in the previous episode, a negatron and not an optimistic prime or an optimist prime, mm. we don't want to be around you. No negativity. Don't be a negative, Nancy. That's it. Don't be a negative, Nunu. Hell yeah. That's it. Fam, I've had to cut off negative people even if they were blood related. Wow. Get that out of your life, trust me. Number three, they don't stop believing in yourself. I want you to say, listeners, I believe in myself. I believe in myself. I believe in myself. I think, I'd like to think they were saying that with you. Yeah, I'm a lion. Arr! I don't think they said that one with you. Yeah. <laughs> They're believing in themselves. Uh, number four, they don't wait for an apology to forgive. That's very deep. That is kind of deep because... Like, sometimes you hold on to shit and you feel a bit bitter. And we're all human, innit? We all kind of do that at times. But then you have to just, like, keep it moving, like we said before. Um, I That's think that it. was number two, wasn't it? No, that was number, number four. One. And when you when you forgive someone it doesn't condone their actions, it simply frees you from being their eternal victim. Number five, you don't feel sorry. Uh, don't feel sorry for yourself. You can't feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. There's people in worse situations. You're doing all right. You're listening to beer, rap and banter. You're supporting the fellas. You know, you're out there. You're doing your thing. Number six, you don't hold grudges. No. That's a bitch move. So, it, it, again, that's quite similar to waiting for an apology. It's like holding a grudge, you know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah again, it's a bitch move. Something a homo rapper would do. So, when they said that the platinum, they only drop a goose. Woo! <laughs> Bit of cannabis there. Cannabis. But he's right. That's, that is a bitch move. Like, you know what I mean? Don't hold grudges. They won't Keep let anyone limit their joy. That's interesting. So, it's like, I'm going to be happy no matter what. You know, you need that All mentality. I wanna do. Is to be happy, find a love that's mine. Jeez, go on, that will be so sweet. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that ain't making me happy, man. Big up Mary J. Um, so yeah, man, you gotta be happy. You gotta be happy, um, and you gotta want other people to be happy as well. Mm. You gotta be like Pharrell and be happy. Be happy. I'll be like, I'll be like, um, Skepta. I'm H A Y. Because if I got peas. I don't know. <laughs> I'm H-A-Y, because if I got peas, I'm happy. 
Okay. I don't, I don't actually know that. What tune is that from? I don't know. Uh, I want to say I Spy. It's an old lyric. It's one of his lyrics, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I probably never used to listen to Graham back in them days. And they don't get lazy. A study conducted at the Eastern Ontario Research Institute found that people who exercise twice a week for 10 weeks felt more socially, intellectually and athletically competent. Bada boom, bada bing. I can attest to that. Keep it moving. Well, when you exercise, you release endorphins and you feel better. You feel uh, good. You do feel great. Mm. And uh, So uh, for those of us, uh, myself included, that live a bit of a sedentary lifestyle, you know, it's, it's really not cool. Especially if you've got a job where you're kind of sitting down in an office all the time. You've got to keep it moving. You've got to, We've said keep it moving throughout this whole thing, but literally it's about physically keeping it active, keeping it moving. It's good for your mind. It's good for your body. It's good for your soul. That's it, man. And... You've got to be physically active. You've got to be just, just mentally active. You've just got to be keeping, you know, just, just moving around you. And uh, lastly, because I know it's number 10, it was, I think I just lost the Don't name. Don't be a negatron. That's it. Just be stay an optimist prime. Stay positive. Don't be negative at all. You've got to attack every opportunity like it's a positive one. You've oh, got to yeah. wake up and think this is going to be a good day, a good week, That's it. a good month, That's the vibe. a good year. That's the wave. Good everything. Ride it. All on the floor, ride it. Cowabunga. This is quite a singing episode, <laughs> listeners. And you know what, yeah? Because it's episode 14. It's Thierry Henry episode. Jeez, are you mad? Because we have to come with the 14. The king. And you know what's deep as well? We're not even drinking. I know at every episode we share what we've been drinking. Cow's We're finished clean, his man. bottle. We're what clean. have you just We're drunk? Clean, man. I'm drinking super malt. you just done the super malt. Original super malt. I've done two, two for two pound Ribena. Man's gone with a... Pineapple and passion fruit and classic black currant. He was holding the bottles like Puff Daddy earlier in the Bad Boy video. I was trying to Bad floss. Bad Boy. With the, with the Come out to play. <laughs> talking about two day, hey, talking about bad boys. We've got two bad boys coming up it's very soon. A classic fight that's on the cards. Bigger than the Mayweather McGregor fight. Bigger than any fight this year. Yeah. We've got man like Golovkin Triple G versus Triple. Carnelo Alvarez. Mm. Cannot wait for that. Um, that's coming up very soon. We got Kazakhstan's Golovkin, who's thirty-seven Kazakhstan's and oh, finest. Kazakhstan, eh? Hey, I come to punch you in the face. Hey, you, you're going to die. This Mexican, if he dies, he dies. And that's Soviet Union, isn't it? but and we could do Borat. That's Kazakhstan, isn't it? Borat is more Kazakhstan. Yeah. I am Golovkin. I, I will punch man up. And after I punch him, I'm going to fuck my sister. <laughs> hey, hey, no disrespect to the Kazakhstan no, crew. No, we love them Kazakhstan. But anyway, Triple there. G would defend his middleweight title against Alvarez, the biggest boxing star currently in Mexico. Alvarez, whose only loss was at the hands of the defensive genius Floyd Mayweather Jr., um, is coming out, <clears throat> excuse me, at a fight... Uh, soon in Las Vegas. The hard-hitting Golovkin has been established as a favourite over this one. He hits hard as nails. So, uh, Alvarez is 49-1-1, 34 KOs. Golovkin, like I said, 37-0, 33 KOs. Both men can absolutely tear up. Um, this is several years in the making. Alvarez is a former welterweight and super welterweight champion yeah. who moved up to catch weight to 164 pounds to fight. Champion. Chavez, I can't wait for this fight. You I, was, I think you was uh, a Canelo member. Yeah, you, right? I'm saying Alvarez on points. And by the time you hear this, well, hopefully we get this out, but um, I'm saying Alvarez on points. Alternatively, Golovkin in the ninth, tenth, by saying Alvarez on points. And you said, you said Triple G and you said you was going to have a bet with me. Triple G all the way, definitely to win. Uh, if I have to go specifically how he's going to win, 
I would say Triple G on points or Triple G like late stoppage like in the in the tenth. Ooh, nice. Not tenth round knockout. Nice. But we're not gonna have no man flagging like uh McGregor. We're gonna see two This of the... is gonna be a proper fight. This is this a is, proper tear up. This is gonna be this is gonna be, Cal, a right old ding dong. Mate. Right old East End ding dong. They don't take no shit. They're gonna fucking knock each other out. Don't mess about, bro. Don't mess about. Don't mess about, fella. Right they old get stuck right in there. Right old ding dong. Do you know what I mean? That's it, mate. Don't muck about. Don't muck about. Don't hang about. Around straight here, in, so. straight in. Get in there. Just get in there. Get in. In out. Shake it all about. Stick and move. You know what I mean? Like boxing. Stick and move. Stick, Stick and move. And move. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine a Cockney version that? You ain't got to explain shit. I've been robbing motherfuckers since slave shit. shit with the same, same clip, clip, same, same four or five. five. Point blank range. Motherfuckers do die. die. That's my word. <laughs> Have his mother singing. That's so hard. <laughs> hey, we need to do a Biggie classic of Cockney. A Biggie Cockney classic. Oh, man, that would be sick. That would be fucking hilarious, man. We might have to record that one day, man. All right, then, peeps. So we've got an interview coming up for you guys from a very interesting character coming straight out of the East End. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Rap and Bants podcast, and uh, today we are interviewing a special guest. Uh, he's uh, an amazing rapper slash producer, coming straight out of the East End of London. The man's making major moves. I'm not going to tell you too much about what he's doing. He can tell you himself. We are talking about the one, the only K Knight. Yo, that was a, a nice introduction. Appreciate it, man. Do you know what I mean? What's going on, man? Get all the formalities out of the way. Yeah. So, right, you know, it's Beer Rap Banter, back with another episode, back with another exclusive interview. Um, we're sipping beer, we're talking rap, we've got the banter on deck, uh, we've got a special guest, K-Night. Um, for those who don't know, um, well, just basically introduce yourself and let people know who K-Night is and what he's about. Uh, all right, so basically, um, K-Night is a musician, I'd say, overall, I used to rap. Um, I appreciate what Cal said. I don't think I'm an amazing rapper, and that's probably why I stopped putting putting the pen down instead of picking it up. But um, I, I, you know, my main thing is beats right now. I've always been a big lover of, of making music, even though like I probably put out two percent of what I actually make in real life. Do you know what I mean? So no, nah, but appreciate it though, man. Um, that's that's who I am. Um, I also, uh, me and my my partner Marcy, uh, we got um a platform for producers called Listen Up TV. We only launched it eight weeks ago. Seems like it's going all right so far. And uh, yeah, that's that's basically what I'm working with right now between music and Listen Up. Yeah, cool, man. So just, just uh, talk about um, Listen Up for the for the listeners and obviously the viewers now. Um, we've been, Cal and I have seen the steady growth on, on online, which has been really positive. Mm. Um, and it seems like it's a great platform for producers and beat makers. Mm. Uh, and then we can have this debate about the whole concept of a producer slash beat maker. Right. But right. just just break it down. What is Listen Up, and and how can people sort of check it out and follow follow it up and support if, if it? If I can just butt in, I was kind of interested on who K Knight the man is and where he came from before we went into sort of Listen Up and okay and, and, and okay. what he's oh, doing. No, right I appreciate. Now. Um, I I tell you what, I'll just speak on Listen Up briefly, and then we'll just move into that after. Um, so basically, Listen Up is. Uh, it's just a platform. Uh, me and my friends, okay, like uh, we just we were sitting down and we were thinking, uh, how can we basically promote young producers in a way which isn't stealing from them? And it's always good intentions. Do you get what I'm saying? So we thought about doing a podcast, um, and it was going to be called uh, Run That Rhythm. <laughs> yeah, 
we were going to call it Run That Rhythm and we were going to get producers to come and talk about their beats yeah, yeah. and then run their beats. Mm. So, so hey, we'll taking notes, Cal, we might have to have a little spin <laughs> hey, hey, listen, right it's all now. love, man. It's see, all love. See that quickly. <laughs> you got to say it with a Jamaican accent. Run, run that, that rhythm. rhythm. Hey. You know I mean? We're going to call it Run That Rhythm. We was going to get a, a Yardy man in there just to say it. You know what I mean? Just, just give him a little 50 pound a day and let him say it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we had Run That Rhythm and, and then we realised um, after doing a couple Googles that uh, Red Bull had a show called uh, Rhythm Rally. Okay. Ooh. So we thought Rhythm Rally, Run That Rhythm mm. is pretty peak, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so what we did was we we went back to the drawing board and um, we just thought about listen up. Do you know what I mean? We thought you know um, we, I was always a big fan of Dilla and when he always used to cut in with the, with the listen up uh, samples, especially on stuff like working on it, we thought you know that sounds good. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So uh, yeah, it's L I S S E N U P. Listen up TV, and uh, yeah, basically what we do is just get uh, producers that we really fuck with. Get them to come. I can curse on this, right? Yeah, you good. Right, cool. Is that is that cool? Piss yeah. not shit. Yeah, you, yeah. you can burp. As well. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all. Good night. <laughs> so uh, yeah, coughing we, as well. We, yeah, we, yeah. You can fart. Shit. Don't fart. Don't fart. Is there? Is there man in the room? Pause. Like, is this, just just saying. I don't know. You know what I mean? Steamy. Hey, next thing you know, he's gonna pull his dick out. No. Oh, allow that, man. Coward. Hey, listen. He's gonna do a daylight. He's gonna do a daylight and just take shit on the stage. Yeah, I've been watching them battles recently, man. Um, so yeah, anyway, I know. Yeah, right. Boom. Big up. Listen. Uh, so listen yeah, up TV. yeah. So so listen up. TV's out now. Any producers that want to get involved, if you feel like your your beats are hard enough to be showcased, uh, just send them over. Do you know what I mean? And um, send them up to listen up uh, TV at gmail dot com. L i s s e n u p tv at gmail dot com. We're also working on uh, a, a brand new show which is going to be on the same channel, which is interviewing producers that I've done a lot in the game nice uh, I'm not going to say any names yet because the person that we interviewed today didn't want people to know he's in London for some reason or so so um, but yeah we've got stuff on the way and it's going to be a, a good channel keep your eyes peeled and we're going to evolve we started off badly the first few episodes weren't that good the first four because um, we got really drunk in the session and, and, and messed that up but... sounds, like, so, sounds like something we know man <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the East London thing yeah 100% and uh, so, yeah, um, in, in the last four episodes we released, we definitely um, came with a better format. We came a lot more professional and, yeah, it's, it's been well received. Cool, man. Um, I would like to know about K-Night, the man, though. Right. I know, uh, obviously, you come from East London like mm-hmm. like we do. Um, can you tell us a bit about where you came from, where you grew up? Okay, so I was born in Trinidad and uh, my family moved over to England when I was four, I think. I was like four, maybe three or four. And yeah, since then I've just been, I grew up in East London, Walthamstow, a very, very different place then to what it is now. Yeah. East London in general, very, very different place then to what it is now. Obviously you guys know. Generally. Yeah, we were just mm. talking about the whole gentrification. Yeah, you know, it's it's a bit strange, um, pros and cons as usual. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I grew up in Walthamstow, um, got into school. I, I don't know about you, I know you guys are proper rap fans, but in my school there wasn't that many rap fans. I felt like an alien. Everyone was listening to um, uh, So Solid and no disrespect to them guys. They were doing their thing and it was just wasn't my type of thing. So More house and garage, more garage. Uh, and... Never garage either, just hip hop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, school, school. Yeah, 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 precisely. Yeah, so yeah. everyone in school was more into, you know, like garage and house and I, I was more into my hip hop. So I used to basically, when everyone was like, yeah, let's go to this rave and that rave yeah. and that house party, that house party it was cool, but wasn't my kind of thing. I'd just be more introverted, go home and, you know what I mean, start making beats on early programs. 
And yeah, I got a knack for it through that. And, um, you know, my older brothers, uh, they were always into rap and they always put me onto rap. You know, from like nine years old, I was, I was given, you know what I mean? Biggie's first album, Cypress oh, Hill. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Wu-Tang. So I grew up in a household full of rap fans. What, what was the early programs you were using to make beats? Uh, wow. <laughs> okay, so when I started off, um, I didn't really understand what I was doing. I was just messing around with um, uh, um, like another version of Cool Edit. <laughs> Yeah. So it wasn't really a a, a, a program for uh, to make beats on, but I just like made a wave do. Editor. Yeah, a wave editor. So what I do is I'll just basically chop up like wow. Havoc, Havoc's drums, like from like a Mob Deep record. As a or wave whatever. Like... Yeah, and I just put the waves in time. That's deep. And then put the drums on top, and then put the uh, samples or what I would be sampling like Marvin. It would be early Marvin Gaye, James yeah, Brown, yeah, yeah, Bates yeah, stuff, yeah. and then put it in. Like chop it to the hi hats on the waves. Talk, yeah, yeah. Talk and have it. Don't you think all the drums are very similar in the set on the Hell on Earth? Like all pretty much. Like every beat almost sounds identical <sighs> because it's sort of. I don't think they sound. Yeah, I, I would, no, I they're very similar. Very, my... very similar. Very similar. This is my favorite sound. mob. But sound. this is my favorite mob album. What Hell on Earth? Yeah, yeah. Infamous yeah. is better. Uh, no, well, that's my favorite. Infamous mob is better. It's debatable. It is debatable. It's debatable. I'm more. But I'm always gonna say Infamous is better. Well, that's that's the go-to album for him. Yeah, yeah, Same way that argue. You know, it was written. I sometimes prefer over Illmatic, even though Illmatic's better. But I like sometimes pressing the pressing the thing for it was written. But Sorry. just going back to the the Shit. drums, um, yeah, I was I always thought the production was uh, was always very similar. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just as you mentioned, uh, having drums. But yeah. sorry, carry on, man. Sorry, sorry um, to interrupt you. No, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, you just had them heavy, heavy hitting drums. Mm. Um, uh, and then uh, we, there's a guy called Alim. Uh, I don't know if he's still making music. Uh, shout out Alem all day, but he's from um, Tottenham. He used to roll with my older brother, uh, Mentalist. And uh, they got he, Mentalist. Yeah, he, Mentalist basically said to him, like, yo, my little brother needs a program. Like, he's just making me. Because when people were getting, uh, like, okay, say if Chris would uh, rap over one of my beats, mm. he'd be like, oh, yeah, when we went to the studio, we need the parts. <laughs> like, I've already chopped up the parts yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no parts parts so mentalist just asked him to get me a copy of this program called acid yeah and that's when i really started to be addicted to making beats do you know what i'm saying acid so, was the one back acid then, was so. sick man like i'm i'm kind of annoyed that they didn't uh, continue it and try to evolve it and, and put it on um you know what i mean max and stuff like that and it was a really good program for the time when i used to tell people i made beats and acid people thought i was crazy though do you know what i mean mm. But um, yeah, then from Acid, um, my other cousin, DT, have you guys heard of DT, the Soka DJ? I don't think I know. Um, no. But yeah, he he lent me his MPC 2000 XL. Okay. I started to use that for a while, but then I went back to Acid and then I discovered Ableton and Logic. And that's what I use now between Ableton and Logic. Cool. Yeah. I suppose it's what you feel confident and yeah. comfortable using. There's so many formats and mm. yeah, man. I mean, you spoke on, on, on one of your brother's minutes, but you come from a... As far as I know, like when I've met you, you know, you have you've other MCs and family and whatnot, but this uh touch on you've got other MCs in the in the family and talented yeah, people. So okay, cool. So real uh, talented family and you know it's it's quite okay. a big family as well. Yeah, I've got I've got four brothers, uh one little brother and three older brothers. And um, you know, uh my oldest brother used to rap with my close friend Loudmouth. Yeah, big up loud all day. Uh, shout out loud mouth all day. And uh, they used to rap together back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah. But then my older brother, he just kind of, he got married and he got married young, do you know what I'm saying? So he wasn't really, didn't, didn't really give a shit about the rapping after that. Um, and then Loudmouth still pursued it with my other brother, Mentalist. Yeah. And then my other brother, Skillet, 
who started rapping as well. So shout out Skillet. Shout out Skillet all day. Yeah. Um, swipe left out now. Make hey. sure you check that out. Yeah, yeah. Big, big record. And he's doing record. a lot of stuff uh, overseas as well with the WWE. Yeah, yeah. Putting yeah. In the work, he's so. putting in the work with the podcast. He's very passionate about his wrestling. So yeah. he's got a, a podcast on wrestling with DJ Ace from One Extra. So... Yeah, they're doing their thing. So, yeah, between Skillet, uh, Mentalist, uh, Loudmouth, my oldest brother, Stefan, that's basically where the rap influence came yeah, into yeah, my yeah. life. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that must be sick, man. As sort of growing up, you can just spar with each other and just sharpen your skills. Yeah, and yeah. Still I never, still. I never felt like, okay, okay, for me, I loved rapping for jokes. When you're with yeah, your yeah, brethren yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're and you're rapping, and then people start saying, "You know what? You should you should actually take it seriously." Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was the I think the worst advice I've been given because I've never ever liked anything I've released rapping ever in my life. Yeah, you got some good records. Man. People say that. People say that. But when I listen to my own shit, I'm like, yeah, but that's the way, man. Some people do that. Like I can't listen to my stuff. It's cringe. Well, when I used to put music out, yeah. Uh, some people can listen to themselves all day, but I think you know we were touching on it. Like you've just got to put stuff out. And just put it out there in the universe yeah. and just let it take its shape. But otherwise, you can spend yeah. forever overanalyzing it. And uh, they say like a builder's house is never completed. True. It's like a producer or, or MC if he just constantly goes over and over. At, at the same time, stuff. I do think the sign of a good artist is someone that is aware of what they can do and is quite overcritical, almost like a perfectionist. Yeah, but there's because a, then you're always going to be trying to do your best. But that could style for you as well. I, I think you just got to put it out. You got to put it you out. Produce there, as, as you know in your heart, if it's not whack. Because you know what's good and what's bad. I don't think I've put out a record that I could say I am proud of as a rapper. Like, I've been on other people's songs that I've been like, yeah, this is a good song. Like, when I've done The Truth, I like that song with, with Skillet and, and TB. Shout out TB all day. Yeah. Where's TB? Where hey, is he? Where is TB? Where are you, Hey, TB? when you get TB, let me come in it because I want to talk to him. <laughs> that a, guy is too talented. See, that's a talented him. rapper. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's one of my favourite rappers and one of my 100%, friends. 100%. He's got to be one of the most talented rappers. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. He's singing, he's doing stuff with uh, Future Blues, big up Future Blues, but T-Bear, TB, Tuberculosis is... Anyway, I'm going to get underrated. him on the show, man. Under, very underrated. But yeah, yeah, do you know man. what? He's not underrated. Everyone knows he's sick. It's he's just that he just don't put dope, shit man. out. Like, I don't know. Like, we're, like I don't know, man. Life is crazy, man. Crazy, but yeah. I think it's refreshing honesty from yourself to, yeah. to say that, you know, you feel like maybe you've done what English has said and you felt like, let me just put some records out because, you know, i got to put it out. Um, but then even afterwards in, in reflection, you kind of felt like, you know, maybe you're not feeling it so much. Yeah, so, I feel so like then, I feel you know, like if you I... have the presence of mind to focus on what you are feeling, which is the production. production. But even that, I'm not too happy with. But you know what? To be honest, I, I would say if I was to put out a project now, it would be a lot stronger. But I just don't give a shit about rapping anymore. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> 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 Do you know what I mean? Talking like... about that releases, you had your recent uh, project, Nightfall Volume Three. Yeah. Um, just talk a little bit about that in terms of um what the listeners uh, can expect from checking it out and, and where they can get it because I know it's it's online and it's accessible and okay cool so uh Nightfall 3 is the latest edition of the Nightfall series um so Nightfall started in 2014 I wasn't working I think I wasn't working at the time um I was going through a really weird stage in my life I couldn't sleep so what what I'd do is I'd just make beats, go to the corner shop or go to the main road near, you know, near McDonald's. If anyone knows about Whole Street, uh, so, and 24 you might catch hour, me in there, 24 hour, shops, yeah. yeah. Get don't my munch. sleep, Whole Street. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Go get my munch, come back two, three o'clock in the morning, make beats all night. And then, um, so I just compiled like 13 beats that I liked. I didn't care if anyone else liked them or it might be an 11 for the first one, 11 or 12. Um, and then... I, I just put it together as a beat tape uh, with weird little weird samples in it. I don't know what I was thinking at the time, like Homer Simpson, 
you know what I mean? Quotes from like uh, Lenny Bruce, all sorts of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, shout, do you know about Lenny Bruce, you guys? I don't. Lenny Bruce, is, uh, okay, so Lenny Bruce is like the original comedian who uh, police wanted on lockdown because he was the first comedian to go on stage and say this, question okay, the establishment, yeah, yeah. this and that. Um, and his stuff is really insightful. He talks about politics and he's more than just a comedian. Do you know what I mean? He's sort of like George Carlin as well. Um, so I used to like put stuff like that on my beats. Sounds and, like he was a comedy pioneer because George Carlin was uh, amazing. Yeah, well, comedian. George Carlin wouldn't be George Carlin without Lenny Bruce. Like Look at that. that. Hey, dropping yeah. knowledge, listening. I mean, that's, that's the kind of stuff I like. We're going to have to um, go check out Nightfall Volume 1 right Yeah, now. yeah. I mean, there's only one song with Lenny Bruce and I'm just saying that <laughs> that's the... But anyway, um, so uh, then when I made it, I thought, right, like, no one's going to check this stuff out. Like, how can I get someone to check my beat tape? Um, so what I did was um, I got this South London artist called Old Day. Shout out Old Day, Old Day, all day long, sickest artist. Um, I, I honestly think he's one of the best artists the UK's ever produced. But I mean, hopefully people will realize in time. But um, I told him the concept. I said, imagine um, Whole Street or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like a dystopian world. Do you know what I mean? Like Whole Street, but in dystopia. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm walking through it, and it's like loads of shit going on fire, people fighting. Do you know what I mean? And the way he did it was exactly how I imagined it. Wow. Um, so when I put that out, uh, loads of people actually, it got loads of, um, attention from blogs, websites and journalists. And I think it's to do with the artwork. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, people saw the artwork and said, I have to check the, the project out. Mm. And that just speaks volumes for, it doesn't matter how good your, your, your project is. No one's going to check your shit. Even if you have a fan base, people still not going to check your shit unless you give them something to check out. Yeah. So that's why I did that. And the third one now is just a third in the series. Second one was cool as well. It's pretty cool. It's like in outer space. And the third one now is um, me coming home from like raves on the night bus. Yeah, yeah. The and loads of weird stuff well, happening. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, they're, vibe, they're, beat t- they're beat tapes. They're short beat tapes. Um, they're not for everyone, but check them out. If you like them, then appreciate it. Yeah. I love the artwork on Volume 3, by the way. Thank man. you, man. Really Thank cool. you. And, um, That's what, on Apple Music and it's on it's online, man. So it's, yeah, it's online. Mm, Spotify, What are you Apple saying Music. about that? Reminding me of when I used to sort of dig in the crates uh, as a youngster, mm. sort of in the uh, all the record shops in London yeah. that all closed down nowadays. Uh, and you used to be able to go digging and you didn't know what you was going to find. But what used to grab me was when the artwork was yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, yeah. yeah. And then you day. flip it over and then yeah. you read the credits and you might notice a featured artist that you know or a production or a DJ and then you, you cop it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. what actually gets your attention is that artwork. So oh, yeah, I think yeah. that's a great point you raised there. And um, 100%. that's a good tip for any up and coming artist. Make just sure anyone, man. Just point, make sure man. your product's on point and it looks good. I, I used to hate seeing artists and they have the CD and the front cover looked dope. You open it up and there's nothing on the CD. Mm. Are there no DLs, no nothing like that? So, you, you know, you've got to package a product and you've got to put your time and energy into your yeah, product. Yeah. And it may sound good or you might be the hottest rapper or producer, but this product, if it doesn't look good, uh, aesthetically or whatever, you know, artwork or how it's presented, then people might not gravitate towards it. Yeah, it's important, man. Yeah, man. But big up all the diggers as well. Even to this day, I can't go past the record shop. 100%. I went to the university the other day, picked up some dope shit. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Still, I still want to know why I do it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even one charity shop. There's, um. well, you might, Um. I must have taken my mum to a recycling centre in like Chinkford area and there's, there's this shop now that's opened up and it's selling loads of uh, recycled goods and there's Buckets, like bu- boxes and boxes and buckets of vinyl. For how much? Like, just grab it, bruv. Like, I yeah. just go through it, yeah. Because I, my mum went off and I was like, yeah, one second. And I, I, I play vinyl to this day. So I still, because I used to DJ at uni, mm. just for the love of buying, like, records or whatever. Uh, I've never produced, but I just love digging through records. And whenever I go past a record shop, I've got to go in and just find any 90s gems. Obviously, that's that's our era. 
So I'm looking for 90s gems or just anything, man, a bit of soul. So check it out, man. Yeah. I, I'll point you in the right direction. Make you never sure, know, yeah. you might get a couple couple bits. Um, So building on from the uh, all your work, obviously, uh, you know, you, you spoke about Dilla and you're, you're a Dilla fan, but uh, current theme uh, that we have in Beer Up and Banner is Top 3 Selected. Top three selected. I'd like to know you guys' top three. Ah! Well. I'd like to know no, that. No, as well. no, no, wait a minute. He, <laughs> he gave us the old okie okay, dog. Okay. So uh, it's just too hard. Uh, no, nah, like... top three selected mm. producers or beat makers. If you want to argue the difference, or just or top three influences, just off the top. Influences of your head. is easier. All right, I'll get, all right, we'll go I'll with that. We'll go, and then we'll get a few more drinks and see if we can get you to <laughs> <laughs> influences. There's too many great producers, man. Um, yeah. but I'd say. The producers that have had the most influence on me. Number one, Madlib. Yep. Madlib is my favorite producer of all time. Yep, yep, um, yep. Then I'm gonna go. You put me on the spot here. Pressure. Um, Just go with your gut instinct. I really like Pete Rock. Yep. Um. And I'm gonna have to go with. Oh, three. You know. <sighs> <laughs> I'm thinking I know what mine is. Probably gonna have to say someone like Rizza or or JD. Uh, is that the slash that you said you couldn't? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was criticizing Morpheus when you told me his top three because he had a slash in it, but I'm happy yeah. to go for the top slash. Top three, top four selected. Yeah. No, it's top three selected, man. All right, now listen. Dude, all right, well, that's, that's, dope. That's, a dope, that's a dope top three, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're moving on to influences. Well, what, okay, what about you guys' top three? Oh. I'm thinking, well, I'll go with Cal because he's a beat maker first and I'll, I'll, I'll give me more time for Yeah, for production, definitely Rizza, Pete Rock and DJ Premier. Those, it's a good those free. are... It's a good free. Yeah. Oh, at, at the time when I started making beats, yeah. they were all absolutely killing it in I their mean, peak. I mean, Primo for like over a decade yeah. was the best, didn't it? Let's be honest. He was the best for over a decade. Yeah. Um, But... For me, I don't think he's influenced my style, so that's yeah. why I was. That's fair I mean? enough. Yeah. That's fair yeah. enough. For me, as a fan, only as a fan is like a, a an artist that used to rap or just that feeling now being in my like mid thirties and I know what I'm gonna play my children or when you know when I have children, I would say uh, RZA, sort of up to uh, forever Wu Tang forever, sort of like all the early stuff. Uh, Premiere definitely, mm. and then oh man. I would probably have to go with. Oh, there's so many to choose from, man. Too many. Uh, see, we were talking grime as well. I could have come up with the next three producers, or so we're talking hip hop exclusively. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have. It doesn't put have Wiley to be hip hop. You can just say wherever. Oh, you got put Wiley in it. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. You got cool. someone who's just in, created a sound. But yeah. then, if I talk Wiley, I have got to talk about rapid, and I have got to talk about um, rapid is cold. This new guy from Birmingham. But we're talking hip hop. Uh, so we're gonna go with. Uh, Premier, uh, who else did I say? Rizza, and I'll probably go with um, probably I'll say Pete Rock for now. That's probably change. Same as mine. I'll probably someone yeah. pop into. I was trying to be really. Someone will pop into my head. I'm sure. I'm trying to be some abstract like alchemist or. There's so many man. It's it's ridiculous. But yeah, big up all the producers. Big up all the everyone making music. Um. You know, your top three selected. And it changes all the time. You know, you've got all these new people. So music's just, just ever-changing, ever-changing. Um, so um, you're a dope producer. You, uh, it seems it, like you're, you're, <laughs> you're concentrating more on the production. You've dropped the rapping. Uh, and I knew you also came up with a crew. 
Um, oh, yes. And there's some dope rappers and dope producers 100%. in your crew as well. Uh, can you tell us about the members of the crew and how you actually came together? Well, quarantine. Um, it's it's a crew, but we just it's just family, isn't it? Just family, just every single member of the quarantine is basically like a big family. Um, Loudmouth, Pyro, uh, Skillet, and Mentalist. Obviously, me, Skillet, and Mentalist are all brothers. And Pyro and Loudmouth are just like brothers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, and they it, had a project out together as well. Yeah, their project barring. was banging. Them banging. and Bar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Take um, the piss on the mic. So, yeah, we just sort of like one time just sat down and said, let's just put out our projects in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And we did it. Um, and it was good, man. It was good. It was it was good fun. Um, I definitely feel like if we do a second one, I definitely would like to change. It's well for the beats that I would put on it. Definitely have a different sound uh, because I feel like I was still sort of finding, still finding my my sound at the time. Um, a lot of people do like Carnage, um, but that's to me when I listen back to that, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of. Uh, I wasn't I didn't really know how to mix and master my beats at the time. Do you know what I mean? I was just a beat maker instead of a producer at that time. Mm. But I do think it was a good project. It was positive. Everybody was barring their asses off on there. Yeah. Obviously, I probably came off the weakest. Um, but it was a really good project, man. It was good fun. Um, I, I've worked on several projects with them guys. You know what I mean? I produced for Loudmouth over the years. Um, uh, Mentalist. Them guys got me my first spins on radio. So I have to shout them out as well because... When I was like 18 in college, um, Loudmouth had the yardstick on radio getting beaten yeah, out. Yeah, he one was extra a one extra favourite. Um, and rightfully so as well, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentalist had, uh, Semtex was playing loads of his stuff on radio. So. I think Skillet was on Kiss 100. Skillet as well, as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, loads well, of stuff. You so, had some plays for the, the Chris Benoit record, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, my stuff got plays. I'm not saying it didn't. I just, did, I just, did, listener, I just didn't like I just didn't like my stuff. That's oh, what I'm trying to say. I mean, I don't like it. But, um, uh, yeah, Skillet at Pyro. Me and Pyro got a whole project sitting there. Wow. Um, Release. I need to hear that. That's Release the Pyro. Pyro as well. Pyro I worked with Pyro piece. before. The man yeah. goes in on goes the track. In. Yeah. Uh, me and Mentalist got a project as well sitting Ooh. there. Big up. Um, do you know what I mean? I wish Loudmouth would start rapping again properly. But, he's on you know, this TV thing, isn't he's it? He's just chilling. You know, Producing. Mogul. Know, mogul. mogul. Making yeah. big moves, <laughs> Jay. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's acting, doing, acting, doing little acting. Skillet's uh, just put out an album. Skillet's, Skillet's album's Make sure you get that now. Skillet loves you. in stores now. I've got three joints on there. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just basically trying to um, help my little brother get a little, little um, his, his music together as well. Hemboss. Shout out Henry as well. Yeah, we got Hemboss. Um, go on, go on. So yeah, so there's just family, man. It's just family. Who's the oldest in the out of the brothers? Uh, Mentalist is old. Well, I have an, the oldest brother I have is, is Stefan. Shout out Stefan all day. Um, but he's not really rapping. So, um, after Stefan, it'll be Mentalist. Yeah, mm, mm. So. I see. I see Mentalist on the uh, athletics with the family. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Me and him, big family, obviously man. with yeah. the working with the work and whatnot. And yeah, uh, yeah we always good to see him. And he used to use morphs as well in the basement. Yeah. Um, right, man. Just uh, moving on from this, I saw recently you was at uh, Beat Me. Yeah, that so was last uh, night. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just to, just to expand on what that is because uh, um, it looked it looked cool, man. You know, just yeah, it was pretty cool. So uh, shout out Chris Busyfingers. He's got um uh, a thing called uh, Lad Collective. It's a collective of producers who go out and do things like this. Beat me, and uh, he asked me to come down, and uh, I went down there and I uh, played my beats, and it was really weird because all the producers there were really super boom bap and I've really moved away from that style personally. Mm. I like to, I, I'm quite versatile, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and when I was, I was playing my beats, um, I didn't really hear much of a reaction compared to the boom bap guys. I was like, rah, like, am I, am I dead again? What's going on? 
Uh, but after I came off, loads of people came up to me. Like loads of people came up to me and said, you're sick, you're sick. And let me get your details. Rah, 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 rah. So it was good. It was good fun, man. Shout out Chris Busy Fingers all day. He's got a good thing going on there. Shout out them guys there. Keeny. That's a dope name, you know, for a DJ. Busy, Busy Fingers. Fingers, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, shout out Airwee as well. Okay, so I'm going to say this now. Um, I've been working with quite a few producers recently as well. So Airwee's one of them. Airwee is ridiculous, bro. Like, I'm telling you, this guy is like a he's UK a, he's, knowledge. He's on Listen Up, right? He's on one yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, he's the first a younger episode. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I like his stuff, man. He's different. And then um, shout out my boy, Benjamin Harrison. Um, yeah, yeah. I've been doing a couple, couple bits with him as well. Um, we got stuff in there. I see you pushing in his the pipeline. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so um, I like to basically have a little network of producers, do you know what I'm saying, go and listen to new flavors. Because if you don't, you don't keep on your toes. No, of course not. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you got to be on it and, and listen to different people, man. And yeah. Like sharpening he, your skills. So on Benjamin pro- Harrison's got a project out now, Mass Energy, that's out. And um, Airwee's got one, Blue Melanin. Check it out. Both sick. So, yeah. Go get that. Go support. Um, one thing I really like about Listen Up is uh, it's kind of bringing that competitive element. Like I think it's a constant theme on our podcast isn't it we recently had the uh the kind of war dub podcast and we talked about the beat battles with swiss beats and timberland and yeah. uh that competitive element uh, and the swiss yeah it's yeah, a yeah, big yeah. part of hip-hop yeah. culture and i loved it i used to love going to the uh the beat battles at uh louis den shout out to louis oh den. wow and uh, old school old school yeah, yeah. And, and years ago that that was for me like an institution in uk rap yeah. especially for the producers yeah. so you know you and, know um it seems a... like listen up is taking it to that next level yeah, with yeah, the video yeah. content yeah, I mean, and it's just gonna to, yeah. it's gonna be like still sharpening still which yeah. i think english said earlier yeah. you know just having loads of producers bringing forth beats um i watched one of the episodes and i thought yeah, man, this has got potential to blow up and be really Appreciate big and be a man. really good yeah. look for it's it. It's steady yeah. with the content, UK man. It's steady yeah. with the content. Um, it's really positive. And, and, yeah. and we like the... Um, well, as our listeners and, and, and viewers now, obviously, we'll, we'll go and check it out. I love how you got the little segues into little animation and yeah. and uh, classic films from the 90s. Yeah, yeah, Classic yeah. films, you know, uh, from the 80s. It's just, it's just a real good concept, man. So good luck to you on that. Thank you, man. Uh, big up the massive. Just as Cal was talking about the Swiss Beats Timberland thing, I was even thinking about the Swiss Beats versus uh, Just Blaze. You know, all those all those beat battles and beat clashes, all these great producers, beat makers. Um, yeah, man. All right, Kena, anything else you want to add? Where can we uh, check you out or keep uh, supporting, the, supporting the thing? I know you said yeah. listen up so, TV. Is it not still going? All right, let's keep, let's keep moving. All right, cool. Minor. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, thank you. First off, thank you guys for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Do you know no what I mean? Doubt, I love no stuff doubt. like this, podcast. You know what I mean? All I appreciate love, it, man. All love, love. Love, And um, so you can check, uh, listen up. Make sure you check listen up, yeah. L-I-S-S-E-N-U-P-T-V. Listen up TV. We're on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Um and we got really cool videos for producers coming through, showing their talent, and we cut it with films and old school stuff. So, um, yeah, just make sure you check that out. Um, you can check my stuff out on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, pref- preferably Bandcamp, so you can just, you know, give me some money. Contribution. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need Listen, that support. You know, these ain't support. free, son. Yeah, you know what I mean? Shit. So, um, can but, all producers please get paid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the Rouse. Producers are getting paid less and less these days. Yeah, so, man. Especially over I mean, here as well, man. Yeah. There's a whole there's a whole thing of I notice uh artists in America, there's there's a big thing of paying for the producers. And I know one artist that I know well, Sonny Jim, he used to pay people and over here it's like, what, can I not get the beat for free or can yeah. I not get that verse for free? And we need to su- start supporting each other. Whether you want to buy a beat, buy a verse. The thing is with me, I don't really listen, I don't expect, especially from UK artists, I don't expect to get paid in it, yeah. All I ask is you to harass me. Just if you yeah. want beats, harass me because 
I am a weird guy, bro. I will actually sit down and overanalyze things. But if I get three or four calls in a week, and I'm not saying that how I, you know, anyone should waste their energy and time on someone like me, but I will always, I will always work with someone if they harass me in it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think like it's harassing, worth it. Um, harassing you to get on the podcast. I'm joking. No, no, I'm joking. No, no, I'm joking. Hey, it's banner, it's banner. Come on, bro. I, think, love, I think it's definitely hey, it's love, worth brother. it. Um, so to anyone out there who wants some dope beats, definitely holler at K Knight. Appreciate get it. Get onto man. his uh, his band camp. Check yeah. out his music. Check out that uh, Nightfall beat tape. And um, yeah, get on his case, man. Get some beats from him. I remember seeing you at the beat battle at um. Oh Untied shit! Hype. Yeah, you know yeah, that's on the man. internet. Oh, for real? Yeah, L English put it up. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, shout out to L as well. Yeah, shout out to L English. Yeah, man, that was, there was some dope battles going down that night, yeah. and and your beats were absolutely banging, no, bro. Thank so you, man. yeah, thank just you. best of luck to you. Yeah, man. Appreciate and, it. Um, man. Yeah, man. Let, uh, let's hopefully get you back. Yeah, uh, whenever, man. Whenever. And, um, yeah. And catch up sometime soon. Man. Definitely. So follow me on all my socials: K N I T E thirteen. Everything: Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Just follow me. That's it, um, that's because it. Because a lot of people it. can't find me. They hear K-Night and they, they can't find me on the internet. Do you know what I mean? So uh, we'll be, because we'll of my be name, it's, just, thing, yeah. it's pretty shit. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and even non-producers or rappers is something to zone out to. Big up all the listeners around the world that we've got, you know, uh, Beer Rap Banners building and we we appreciate everyone who's subscribing, everyone that's listened to us on SoundCloud, on TuneIn, on subscribe, Stitcher. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. On, uh, iPhone, on Apple uh, Podcasts. You don't even have to have an iPhone now. We're, we're putting up the thing on YouTube. We're putting it up on Android. It's everywhere. Even if you want to drive around, listen to K-Night's production, listen up to the Listen Up crew. We like yeah. that dry skin on your elbow. <laughs> Use a bit of spit. And then on your knee. Bit, a bit of cream. And then on your foot bottom. <laughs> <laughs> We're everywhere. <laughs> Talking about getting... Ch- them days in PE where man have to get changed and there's one bit of cream because everyone forgot to cream their knees and elbows. Oh, and Mad thing. Hey, mad thing. Listen. <laughs> it's Beer Rap Banner. I'm English. I'm Cal. Yo, I'm K-Night. Thank you guys for having me once again, man. So that was our interview with K-Night. Big up the whole Listen Up TV, all the producers, all the beat makers. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, and now on with the rest of the show, episode 14. The Cal Serious Show. He wishes. <laughs> so latest news coming out of the Premier League is that the Premier League clubs have voted to change the transfer window. And I welcome this. Mm. I don't know where you stand. And our listeners stand, all the football heads. But I think the transfer window needs to end before the season starts. Mm, I welcome this change. It's something that I've wanted for years. So it's absolutely they're basically ridiculous. basically voting to close the summer transfer window before the first game starting from next season. So Definitely. In the 2018 window is going to close on Thursday, August the 9th, which is two days before the first match. I think to get all of the player transfers, players yeah, yeah, going yeah. in, players coming out, moving around, get all that out of the way and then just start the season and not have to worry about Because players transfers. are taking the piss It's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, having the, the, the season starting and then you're still worrying about, oh, are we going to sign this player? And Is he going to stay? The, the players are unsettled. Mm-hmm. There's uncertainty uh, permeating throughout the squads it affects we just talked about mental and physical strength football is like it's 50% physical it's 50% mental so you know you could be a really strong player but then if you're in your head thinking oh this club is bidding for me I might not even be playing for this team next week by the time you get onto the pitch the mental side of your game is all messed up because you're thinking man I'm hope really hoping this transfer move works out so I don't have to be here next week and I'm earning double my money and I'm in the sunshine and you know what I mean and you might not even play a good game because you're thinking, I don't want to be here anymore. 
Um, which is something that Arsenal look like they're struggling with with bloody Alexis Sanchez. You like don't want to be in no more. Well, not only not only Arsenal, but we had like issues with like um, Monaco's whole team being ripped apart. Yeah. We had issues with Southampton defender um, Van Dijk. We had issues with uh, Coutinho going. So you know, I think I welcome it because it's a whole hoo ha. But I also think that the Premiership needs to take a winter break. Although we've been brought up on Boxing Day games and New Year's Day games, which is great. However, I think it affects the players and especially the English national team when it comes to tournaments because every other nation, big nation, has been rested and they're able to perform and kick on for the next part of the season. So I definitely welcome the transfer window uh, and it means I can sort out my fantasy football team with enough time to spare because now man has to play the wild card and I've got to change up the whole thing. Man's got to bring in Hazard. Is Sanchez going to play? Mm. You know, um, mm. Lacazette. Ali Lacazette. Chase. Chase. Score a goal. Hey. Never chase a... Check. Something, something. Check, <laughs> bitch. Get me. So, yeah. Fantasy football. Um, talking of uh, big money transfers. Talking about attackers and entertainment. Talking about your programme, Defenders. Yo, you know what I mean? Well... Our listeners already know we're the superheroes of the podcast game. Jeez. Luke Cage and Iron Fist up in this bitch. What, Why have what, I got to be what, Iron what? Fist? Iron Fist is whack. Yeah, but he's the white dude. Oh, you're just, that's mugging it off. Well, obviously I'm Luke Cage, isn't it? So who, who else can you be? What? Daredevil. Why are the... Luke, Devil, Daredevil and Luke Cage. All that's the white superheroes are whack. No, Daredevil's sick, bro. Like, you can't even see, but he's got the crazy extra sensory... You know, like, you know, like when you get them kung fu films and you've got that the That should be you, because you're, you're the sound engineer. Yeah, but I'm the black dude, so I'm Luke Cage, isn't it? Just for default. What, why can't I be Luke Cage? Luke Cage, Cage bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to make my own white all right, all right, You can't come back for, uh, next episode with your own uh, <laughs> Dead. white superhero. Netflix. Yeah. I'm going to come back with a five <laughs> five series deal from Netflix. Be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. fuck the podcast. Man's made his own like yeah, local hero. Local hero, Cockney Marvel superhero okay. thing. Okay, the, the, the teacher, the local teacher. Like Breaking Bad, isn't it? You end up being some kind of gangster or some shit. Yeah, that's deep. Cooking up meth. <laughs> cooking up meth in the boys' toilets. <laughs> <laughs> in the in the toilet cubicle, cooking up that crack, that work. <laughs> Whipping at work. Whipping at work. Whipping excursion. Anyway, yeah, Defenders, man. I know you're a big Marvel fan. I know you're a big... Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, fan. like, I feel like... It's, big it, Neek. <laughs> I feel like it's all right. I, I've watched the whole thing. I feel like it's all right. It brings together the different elements. The dope thing about the Defenders is it brings together all the elements from the individual shows that we've already seen. We've got Iron Fist, we've got Luke Cage, we've got Jessica Jones, and we've got Daredevil. So they've all come together. It's like an all-star cast, Hollywood ensemble. You know, it's it's glitz, glamour, bang, 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 all the way through. Um, but they build the slowly the story up nice and slowly, and all of the uh, extras, the cast, and you know the supporting cast that were really good in the individual series. They all come together here. So do I need to watch? The storyline overlaps and intertwines. All the other characters get into little uh, situations with each other. You get little tag teams and trios, and it, it, it gets dope. It gets really, really, really cool, man. Do I need to watch the individual series? Yeah. Series. 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 I don't know. Maybe it might be. I don't know. Whatever. Do I need to watch them in order to watch this defender? I think thing? you do want to watch the individual shows. Cause um, it's just for so the sake sense. of the story. What about you can't just jump straight into defenders though, because like I say, it builds up slowly, and you yeah. under, you you will just kind of understand that. Because I need to get into a winter box set with wifey, and now we finished Better Call Saul and Game of Thrones. She's not on Game of Thrones yet. Mm. I need to get into something with her. We're thinking about suits. 
or something else. But we need we need something. But suits. Well, like you've been hating on this seven shit from day anyway. But what you might want to do is you might. What have I been hating on? You've been hating on like kind of like defenders like Luke Cage. All that. No, I ain't been Marvel hating on really. it. You don't really like it though, innit? It's not really, really. I ain't really giving it a chance, but nah. But then uh, I hate a lot of things. I think power is whack. Well, I know you like Doctor Who. No, so... I don't. Not really. I like the music. That's what I got gassed uh, off the music. I thought you was on this sci-fi kind nah, of thing. Nah, man. I was gonna say like the new Star Trek show. You might be feeling that, fam. Tell me about the new Star Trek. Um, thing. So, on. do you remember? Did you watch The Walking Dead? Nah. Oh, bro, you're killing it. The Walking Dead is like one of the biggest TV shows, innit? Yeah, I watched an episode or two and I thought, nah, this well, is dead. Uh, in the, uh, Literally dead. In the latest season, uh, there's a black actress who kind of gets more screen time than she used to before. Um, and uh, I don't want to give the spoilers and stuff, but she's ended up being the star in a brand new Star Trek TV show called uh, Discovery, Star Trek Discovery. So uh, for fans of the whole Star Trek TV shows. This is another one coming into that timeline, into that universe, and it focuses on a black female who isn't even the captain okay. of this ship that she's on. So it's it's a new direction for Star Trek, Star Trek and Starfleet. Um, you know they're uh, showing some diversity um, with you know uh, making a woman the lead character, um, and also uh, a black person as well, person like an ethnic minority. Mm. Um, so sounds um, cool, man. It is kind of cool, and and also I've seen the trailer, fam. It looks like a big budget production. Yeah, the, it looks serious, like the special effects and everything that they're putting into it. This could be the biggest uh, TV show of 2017. I look forward to it. What's it called? Which was it? Star, Star Trek? Trek Discovery, and it's going to be on Netflix in the UK. Okay, Star Trek Discovery. I have to check it out. Well, it was uh, recently the 51st anniversary of the very first Star Trek episode, which aired, and there was debate over which is your favourite captain. Is it Captain Kirk? Is it Captain Picard? Is it Captain Janeway, the woman? She was cool. So, what? Well, how comes you mentioned every captain, but you didn't mention the black captain? Well, because I ain't seen it yet. <laughs> oh, what the black dude? Yeah, because I couldn't find his name. What's his name? I don't know. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> I don't really mess with Star Trek like that. So, who would you want, Kirk or Picard? Um, my God, can I? <laughs> you must be serious. Uh, well, I don't quite know if I want that captain. Are you talking about Captain Kirk? Captain Kirk, with the Grease of the Star Trek USS Enterprise. He used to Grease. He used to beat down all the alien chicks. Trust me, every week he was greasing things down. Purple, free-headed things. He didn't mind. Scumbag, international Greaseman. scumbag. Scotty, like chicks, <laughs> chicks with Scotty. My in God, beat me head. down, Scotty. I'm gonna grease her off. Put your phases on stun and put them on her bum. Scotty, when you beam me up from the surface of the planet, try to beam me up without the sexual disease that I've transmitted <laughs> from this foreign female. Dr. Spock, can you look at this sexual disease I've got? Oh, some, I, oh I, they're getting mad on it now. <laughs> fuck it all. alien thing. Benjamin Sisko, that's the black dude. Benjamin oh, Cisco. see, when they put Cisco... In Deep Space Nine. Yeah, see, I thought Cisco like the blonde guy, but... Let can you imagine him on the... Can you imagine... Can you imagine him on the Starship Enterprise, like, walking around, mincing around? Oh, man. That would be cringe with that fucking blonde nut. Oh. Joke thing. Mad thing, mad thing. But, yeah. um, Well, my... Oh, shit. Actor, bruv. So, we've just gone from, like, TV land 
Netflix and all of that. And um, Ed Scrine, who was a uh, the guy, well, I don't, even, I don't even watch Game of Thrones. You watch Game of Thrones. Do you know what character he plays in Game no, of Thrones? No, but I do know Ed Scrine from the hip hop days, and he used to live with a good. No, I know him. Yeah. I've met him bare times. Like he used to live with my mate Tom in uh, Finsbury Park. Oh, cool. I battled him once actually. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, he's a good rapper, man. Yeah, fucking beat me, the cunt. <laughs> yeah, he was good though. Shout out to Scrine. He's sick, man. He has um, some good. But records. not just a good rapper. He's actually a good man as well. He's a good dude, man. Yeah, very um, good dude. And, and a good actor. Reason we want to talk about him today. He was in Hellboy, Game of Thrones. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. You know, I don't really. I'm not Hellboy. Really sorry, Game Deadpool. Um, I haven't actually. Is there like a Deadpool TV show? Mm, no. Because he's Dead, in the film the Deadpool. Deadpool movie stars Ryan Reynolds, don't it? No, him as well. He's the main bad guy in Deadpool. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember him being in Deadpool. He's bald head or whatever. He's got the Francis or some random name. Fair enough. All right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he yeah he 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 recently walked out of filming. Um, Hellboy, Hellboy through complaints of whitewashing of not casting uh, people of ethnic minority you know not ethnic yeah. minority sorry but people um, who, who was it who, what was the issue so it was uh, it was an Asian character okay yeah in the comics so um, you know like when you're into these kind of movies uh, like Deadpool they're, they're like kind of movies that come from the comic books and for the fans that are really into that genre it's important that you keep it true to the original aesthetic and with Hellboy there was a character that was originally an Asian character and so you know when Hollywood just kind of do this whitewashing thing they just like to put white faces on everything it was quite controversial with Ghost on the Shell they cast Scarlett Johansson to play the yeah, yeah, yeah. in like an They've all Japanese set in Tokyo it's a Japanese story they did it with The Last Samurai um, with Tom Cruise they've done it with their films from like the beginning of fucking Hollywood till now and it? it's something yeah. that they always do so, but it was really dope to see Ed Scrine step up and he actually came out and put a, like a big flipping statement out on his, um, on his Instagram. I think he tweeted it as well. On Twitter. Fair play to him because he's, he's missed out on millions there. Um, like his check, you know, he's, he would have got a big check from that. Yeah. So, so but fair play to him. The, man, do- the dopest thing was what he actually said, man, because um, he said, um, you know, it's clear that representing a character in a culturally accurate way holds significance for people. Um, and to neglect this responsibility would continue a worrying tendency to obscure ethnic minority stories and voices in the arts. I feel it is important to honour and respect that. Therefore, I have decided to step down so the role can be cast appropriately. But do you think they're going to wow. cast a, a, an Asian person? Like a... I mean, I think after he comes out and says that, he's put them in a position. And he's he's almost an A-lister now. Like He's, he's fucking up there. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he didn't he do the transporter movies? After yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's pretty much like that's fucking. He's scratching at the that's a big I'd Hollywood movie. Like, beat, like I'm saying, yeah, pretty he's, much, isn't it? He's he, he's foots in the door. Yeah, no, fair play so, to him, man. Fair play to so him. So for someone like that to come out and make a statement like that, millions of people are gonna. It's been in it's been in the papers. It's been like I'm yeah, reading no, this from the big, Guardian. Man. Do you know what I mean? It's been all over. Um, and so what's gonna happen now is there's gonna be more scrutiny on Hollywood for future movie roles and future stories and hopefully we're gonna see a shift we're gonna see if like a, a Japanese story comes out they're gonna cast a Japanese person to play let's the hope lead. so an African so, story comes out they'll cast an African if an, uh, an Indian story comes out they'll cast an Indian instead of doing like you know like them Arabian Nights where they just got a guy like a white dude in it and shit like that yeah come on man let's make the stories look authentic look official you know what I mean? Official to the bone. Big up to Ed Scrine, man. He's he's standing up, man. Yeah, man. No, Stand up, respect him. And a, and a British actor, another British actor doing loads, doing bits. Yeah. That's it, man. 
But we're doing bits. Episode 14, you can't wait to see us on the on the movie screen. We've got to come with some Starsky and Hutch. What film what, what film could we be in if we was like a duo? What well it'd have to be um None of your Marvel superheroes. Oh shit. man, I was just gonna go back to that shit. Um I <laughs> shut that down. It'd have to be um like that movie Twins, isn't it? I'd be honest with you, you could be the leftovers. <laughs> Could be Danny DeVito, you bastards. Who <laughs> like, yeah, he's my brother. <laughs> six foot plus black guy and a five foot six white guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, we're separated at birth. It would be like uh, one of them cop buddy movies, like the other guys. It'd have, it'd have to be some pants involved, didn't it? It'd yeah, super. Like the, the other guys with The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. Watch that. Yeah, I'll be The Rock. <laughs> if you smell. How, the... how can you be The Rock? Like, come on, man. Obviously, I've got to be the black dude. Yeah, well, we'll work on it. Hey, Mark Wahlberg's a cool character as well. Yeah, man. no, he's, on, he's yeah, he's hard, but he gets it in. He gets it in. But top yeah, way, watch, this way, space, watch this space. Watch this space. Fear, rap, and banner <laughs> on your movie screens in yeah. your ears. Yeah. On to you, episode fourteen, Thierry Henry. Fear, oh, rap, bants on the social man. media. Thierry, the king. Many are Arsenal fans' favorite player. Mm. Big up. Um, yeah, he is, man. He's got. He's got to be my big up. Uh, big up. Uh, K Knight with the interview that you would have just heard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, we're getting it in. Keep supporting Beer Rap Bants. All day long. Um, make sure you hit us up if you've got anything you want to talk about. Um, you keep it topical. That's what we try to do. That's it. We're really trying to keep the episodes and the banter like half and half now. So we're flying through all the topics. Let us know what you think about that. We've got the interviews on, on Deckington. Um, <laughs> we're, we're both clear. We've not been drinking today, so it won't really be a rap and banner. It's more like Supermalt Ribena. Rap and banter. So, soft drink, rap and banter. Yeah. Our oh, soft drinks sound so gay though, man. You can't just say soft drink. Like... Drink. This clean living. Beverage, rap and banter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on this clean living at the minute. Fish and, fish and chicken. And like this salad. And... So, so what's your actual reasons for not having a drink? Because I've got a beer in the fridge. You could have had that. I know. Do you know what? I had a Guinness earlier after work, innit? I ain't not going to front like I'm yeah. on this clean thing. But I, I'm, dri- I'm driving for once. I'm driving to see you obviously mm. and uh, two I didn't really want that. don't I'm drink just, and drive people yeah that's it I'm just trying to just take time with it so drink responsibly that's what it is yeah me me. I just had a you know I had a little toothache that's kind of why it's been such a while us getting another episode out mm. uh, the bloody dentist said it was pericoronitis so and then he prescribed me like kind of like an infection of the gum if you got like a wisdom tooth for the back of your teeth sounds and then nasty the gums get all inflamed Nah, it's no big deal. It's Nothing just, pains you, know, you more than the affection in your in your tooth, man. I've had like root horrible, canal man. and it's the worst, man. Yeah, you don't want to mix the drugs and alcohol as well. You got me on all kinds of antibiotics. Yeah, you be you be turning into one of them mumble rappers. Um, you be turning into one of them uh whack guys. Not like that uh ASAP tape that we just listened to, man. Oh, that was dope, though. Uh, ASAP Mob. Shout out to ASAP Mob with Cozy Takes Volume 2. Very good. We listened to that just, bang, bang. Uh, that just before bang, bang. We, we got on air. Um, the track with the RZA, the RZA beat, and uh, Joey Battles on that. You was vibing to that. Like, yeah, that was sick. That was sick. But you can check that out. Um, yeah, like we said before, man. Heavy we, Trackers as well. Oh, the Heavy Trackers as well. The Grime album. I know you're feeling the Lethal and the... Gets. Lethal Biz on the Gets record. I'm always big enough for Trini Gets on it. Right? Gets is my guy, man. One of your favourites, yeah? Yeah, he kills it. He kills everything. He kills this Trini. Yeah, he is sick, man. He's, he's ridiculous. Good uh, take going to a whole other level, man. Um, yeah, we're coming with the interviews. Uh, coming with the topic. Coming with the banter. 
It's episode 14. It's hard to believe yeah. that 14. Before you know it, we'll be 20. We'll celebrate. We've got to have some sort of celebration of a year or whatever. But yeah, keep subscribing, keep pushing. Obviously, a little wedding and and, and a little wedding. I say little wedding. It was, little. A, it was a big boy wedding. Big fucking deals. It was so, an amazing day. That's why uh, That's why last few weeks we've been off. But definitely we've got two episodes. You would have heard the Mo. Uh, from Arsenal TV episode before yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, and then this episode, K Night, Big Up Listen Up TV. Um, that's it. I'm waffling on. I'm not. <laughs> Makes a change, innit? You can't. Uh, I'll be English at Ings LT. Yeah. And I'm at Cal Sirius. And we out. Peace.